On this episode of iFilmmaker, we talk about the one lens that I cannot be without. Welcome to another episode of iFilmmaker. My name is Ariel Martinez, and I hope you all had a good weekend. It feels like such a long time ago since I recorded my my latest episode, my last episode. Uh, I guess it's because this weekend felt like it was a very long weekend since it was my birthday yesterday. Uh, happy birthday to me. Anyways, that's not why it felt like a long weekend. It was because... My last episode was recorded with Mr. Chris Ray. It was pretty cool. I had recorded that ahead of time, and uh, that episode is live. You can check that out. Chris Ray is a filmmaker specializing in uh, in uh, uh, skateboarding films, and it's pretty cool stuff. So if you're into, into that kind of stuff, and we talk about his gear and setup and whatnot, so you can check that episode. is episode number 34, which I just realized I failed to put the episode number on the title so i'll be adding that soon but it is the uh, latest episode on the podcast anyways i uh we had recorded that ahead of time and in addition it was also my pastor's birth 50th birthday my pastor is like a leader mentor of mine that i look up to and uh, we had a huge celebration at a at a ranch here in miami it was really really cool stuff it took uh it was an all-day event uh it's not every day you know someone turns 50 so it's a big celebration and uh that was a lot of fun it was all day saturday and then yesterday sunday it was my birthday so i got to celebrate with my friends and family and that was an all day uh event as well just different you know we went to k1 speed it was pretty cool the 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 go-karting there very very fun and uh we went to a scene to be show where we saw plan uh, war for the planet of the apes such a good movie highly recommended definitely uh check that out um the story was fantastic phenomenal and uh my goodness uh i really really enjoyed it it's definitely my favorite of the three uh, i love the trilogy the planet of the apes trilogy it's really really good well done and uh but yeah yesterday i had watched that last night anyways moving forward we have a Facebook page now. We're on Facebook. You can go to uh, iFilmmaker on Facebook. The hashtag, uh, the the handle is simply i at iFilmmaker. So you can find us very very easy. I'm gonna put a link to that on the description in the description on the the um, on the show, show notes on my website at uh, arielmartinez.tv. My goodness, I'm forgetting everything today. And uh, we'll be having the, that link so you can go check out our Facebook page. It is live on Facebook now, and it's just going to be another tool uh, that I'll be using to communicate with you guys. And, uh, you know, we can have some good back and forths there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be posting on that periodically and uh, seeing your questions. I've already had a few questions already posted there, and I'm, I'll be answering a couple of them today. And... Uh, yeah, hopefully you guys get some interaction there. Uh, in terms of announcements, I want to go ahead and revisit an announcement that was made on my last podcast about about Red and their new holo- holographic phone. Uh, just to get a little more clarity on that, or at least provide a little bit more clarity. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, Marquez, which is I am uh, MKBHD. 
his video on the phone. It actually throws up a lot more information than what I previously knew on what Red was actually trying to do. So yeah, this is going to be a, a, some sort of holographic phone. It's going to provide some crazy dimensional viewing on their screen. But another thing is that this phone is going to be very modular. So you're going to be able to add a lot of different, um, I guess, components and modules to this phone to actually make it a, a full, you know, working cinema camera as well. Now, on the Cinema 5D website... You know, I, I see a headline here is the future of mobile media can red upset the Apple cart. I don't see I don't see that happening. So the question is, is this going to hurt red in any way? I mean, is I'm sorry, is this going to hurt Apple and their iPhones in any way? I highly don't see that happening. Aside from the fact that this phone is uh, twice the price in, in in its original format. It's already twice the price of uh of the iPhone, you're gonna have to pay even much more money, which I, I doubt that the modules that are gonna come out for this phone um, are gonna be cheap. So you're gonna be paying quite a bit of money to basically turn this phone into a, a full-size cinema camera. I'm not full-size, but fully functional full cinema camera. So I doubt I see that happening. It's a very specific market. People that are willing to spend that much money to have something like that. I highly doubt that that's going to happen. So as for me, I will not be getting this phone. Uh, definitely interested in seeing how it works and, uh, you know, seeing, I guess, some test footage from it. But it's a phone is a phone to me and a camera is a camera to me. And that's how I like to keep them separated. But anyways, that is my opinion. Uh, but if, you know, to get more clarity, you can go ahead and check out NKBHD, uh, YouTube channel on the video. I'll have that link on the show notes at arielmartinez.tv and you can check that out. So on this episode, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, my lens that I kind of use for production. And pretty much why, and there's no secret to this, uh, really, in, at, at least for me, there really is no secret. It's just logical. It just makes more sense to me to work this way. And so recently I had posted on my Instagram that I was selling my 24 105 uh, F4, my Canon 24 105 F4 lens, and you know, basically, I, you know, I, I already sold it. It's, it's gone. The reason I was selling that lens is because I wanted to get the Mark II. A lot of you were asking, what lens are you going with? You know, it's basically, that is still my favorite lens. Definitely. Uh, the reason I wanted the Mark II is because there's a couple of features on there that I was highly interested in. It's basically what makes me interested in the lens in general. Um, even though I know that the glass, the actual optics of the can of that lens is not a huge or major upgrade. I understand. I understand that part. Uh, one of the things that I've seen from the reviews, mostly more than anything, I haven't used the lens, but I pretty much, I guess, trust this and I'll be able to still return it if I don't see it working up to par. But what I've seen is that this the new lens the mark ii has better image stabilization 
So I'll be able to go run and gun as I always do uh, and not have to worry too much about stabilizing my image. Uh, I know that the lens is going to help me with that a lot. The Mark I already did that in uh, really, really well. And that was one of the main reasons that why I like that lens a lot. Now, all the reviews that I've seen for the Mark II, it's basically all across the board. They're all saying improved image stabilization. So that alone was enough for me to make the upgrade. However, another uh, feature upgrade that I see that was also valuable to me was the 10 uh, blade iris. The Mark I has an eight blade iris. The new one has a 10 blade iris, which would give me better bokeh. So that will give me nice creamier uh, shallow depth of field whenever I want to do that. And so those are, uh, you know, pretty much the, the, the new features that, that I like about it. Now, one thing that I noticed when I seen some of the reviews on this lens and whatnot is that people say that the focus and the, the, the zoom ring is pretty stiff. That's okay with me. I don't mind that. A reason why I think that th that happened is because I know that the Mark I, uh, and this actually was kind of annoying for me, anytime that I'm running running and gunning and have my camera in my hand, I go to put my camera, you know, I put my arm down with the camera in my hand, and when the lens is facing down, the, the lens will uh, re ex extract the you know the lens where the, you know the zoom function will basically go into effect because the gravity is just pulling that thing out and i go to pick up my lens again i go to pick up my camera again and i'm all zoomed in now and then i got to zoom back out that was kind of annoying and i know it's you know it's a small thing but it's something that i i want my lens to stay the way it is no matter how i'm holding it so uh so this this i i i'm assuming no one has spoken about this uh when i've seen the these videos on the lenses and whatnot but i'm assuming that that will basically that is basically corrected now with the stiffer zoom ring i'm not one of those that needs it nice and smooth and buttery although it might be nice but i'm sure that those cost a lot more but i'm fine with the stiff zoom ring uh so long as it just stays in place and right where i need it and i'm, I'm just basically good with that now, this lens also, I, one thing I, I did, didn't like too much about the uh, Mark I was, I guess, I don't want to say the build quality because I think the build quality was pretty solid, but it was kind of flimsy in the sense that like the different functioning parts, especially when it's zoomed out, I noticed that the, the lens, the, the, the cylinder that zooms out of the lens was kind of flimsy whenever I moved it up and down. Um, and it was, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but I like to see my my equipment as solid and know that it's, it's a, you know, it's a solid build that it, it'll probably survive a, a minor spill if I ever hopefully never drop it. But yeah, that was, that's just one of the small nitpick uh, issues that I had with the Mark I. I hope it's corrected with the Mark II. Uh, from what I've seen, it seems like it is, but I'll find out when I get the lens. Uh, so my lens will be in, in tomorrow, 
and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be talking about it on Thursday's episode. So the 24 to 105 Canon is still my very favorite lens, although there are lens that I like that are, and I'll admit, it's not the sharpest lens, but it is the most versatile lens, and that is downright like what I need for my way of shooting. Um, in my opinion, having a lens that is, you know, sharper, I love, I always prefer a sharper image, but if I, you know, I will not compromise my, my, um, image stabilization and the zoom range. So basically, you know, the reason why I shy away from smaller zooms or primes is because if I'm running and gunning and I'm following a subject around in the in in a unknown environment where I'm not in control of the variables that I'm gonna find myself in, you know, I need a lens that I'm very very comfortable with. No matter what situation happens, I'm good to go. Uh, and I, I I have that peace of mind with the 24 to 105. And so. This is what I mean by it's my favorite lens is because I can rely on that lens and it'll give me what I need. And this is important to me because of the way that I shoot. Now, when I I do have my Sigma, my Sigma 18 to 35 f 1.8, and it's a gorgeous lens. I'll be honest. I like the image from that lens much, much better. But in terms of versatility, I cannot use it because if I need to zoom in into a shot and get that right framing, you know, I'm obviously limited at 35 millimeters. And uh, it's just, I'm not very comfortable just grabbing grabbing that lens and going. It's not a comfortable situation for me. I hate it. Um, A good example of this is uh, about a week and a half ago, I was uh, shooting a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of shooting a documentary series, a docu-series, on agriculture and I'm following these four scientists around and uh and uh, basically I just where I was going I couldn't have any more of my gear I just had to get my camera and go and follow them and th- you know I had my 24 to 105 I picked out that lens and no matter what scenario I was I found myself in I was comfortable I knew that there was nothing that, you know, they can go far and I had to stay behind the, the this uh, yellow tape there because it was limited in, in amount of people that can go in there. I was able to get that zoom and get in there, you know, and they all had their lab mics connected and, you know, the audio wasn't the issue. It was just I want to make sure that I was in there even if I was back behind the yellow line. And then even then. I was able to get wide enough to grab all four of them in a shot when they're talking, uh, you know, one next to a, a, a fish pond there. You know, it was, it was I, I had very little information on what was going on, the, the language that they were using. But I was able to capture it all and very peacefully, very uh, versatile, uh, moving around. And, and that lens gives me the ability to do that. You know, when I'm shooting, you know, when I was shooting for Wadapalooza, this CrossFit event, uh, my job, my some of my jobs was to go and get, you know, special interest pieces and make small video clips of specific athletes that that are competitors and, and volunteers throughout the day. I did like four or five of them in one day. 
And basically, my job was go out there, find a, a you know a first time competitor, uh, someone that this is their first time competing, and interview them, and get some B roll. And I'm like, all right, cool, great. And then I had to just go and get random shots of them doing their thing. I'm able to get wide and and zoom in for those nice tight shots and blur out that background, get that nice shallow depth, and it's so versatile. I am at peace with that lens. So this is why it's my favorite lens. I definitely, definitely have to have this lens at every shoot, no matter where I go, because I just don't know um, what situation I'm going to find myself in. And so if I could choose any, any lens, my 24 to 105 will be the lens. Now, uh, obviously, um, I went ahead and got the new one because I want the latest. I want to have that better image stabilization a lot of times i'm you know i have my camera in my hands and i need that you know nicer stabilization i wish it was sharper i do wish the lens was sharper um but what i what i also see is that it has much less vignetting than the old one so that's another plus it's pretty cool uh but yeah that's the reasoning why i'm going with this new lens now and it's gonna be my main workhorse for now uh and I, I think in the near future, I will be obtaining a 70 to 200 uh, because I think it's a good also it's a, also a good lens to have in your kit. When you need that extra, extra zoom, you're covered with that lens. And uh, it's just a really good. And I think that between my 18 to 35, 24 to 105 and 70 to 200, those three lenses would pretty much cover any anything I need to cover. And so, yeah, that is uh, my lens of choice. I do want to start moving into cinema glass, but for now, I think I'll stick to just renting those for certain projects that I would like to have that nice, sharp image when I'm shooting. And uh, it just makes, you know, good sense to only rent it for now because those, the, even though, you know, the, the new Fujinon, um, I think it's 18 to 55 and... Uh, 55 to 135 uh uh cinema lenses they're really really nice uh but they're you know and, and compared to other cinema glass that is extremely dirt cheap at 3500 i think 35 or 4000 dollars i think each and uh but that's still pretty hefty at my level so i'm gonna stick to just renting them but i'm just happy that they've made it available at a much much cheaper price uh, meaning the rentals would be much, much cheaper. So I definitely want to take a look at that. And uh, hopefully we'll see what the future holds for my lens kit. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a very short one, uh, but I am in the works of uh, getting some fresh new content. Remember, remember again, uh, the iFilmmaker Facebook page is live up and running contact me there send me a message tell me what you think about about the podcast uh we are on facebook uh i'm sorry we are on itunes we are on soundcloud and google play if you're listening to this on itunes i appreciate it if you go over and leave us a review it is very helpful for the analytics and helping other people uh find us find us i filmmaker share this with your friends um back to the reviews though i hope to receive a five star review from you guys if not please let me know what i can improve on and um would definitely love to hear your feedback on this but yes five 
star reviews are always, always appreciated. Thank you guys so much for listening. And just a reminder again about this interview contest. We're doing an interview contest that Rode is sponsoring. They're giving away three of their Rode video micros. And uh, the contest is detailed in episode number 33, I believe. It's called The Art of Interviewing. And uh, you can go ahead and check that out. Uh, I hope you guys are excited. I, I've been receiving more submissions from you guys. But yes, the uh, the contest is over on August 6th. August 6th. Uh, make sure you have your, uh, your, your interviews in by then. And I'll be announcing the, the three winners on the next episode. So with that being said, I uh, hope you guys were able to learn something from my lens choices. Uh, again, that's how I shoot. And if you guys uh, shoot differently, let me know. Let me know. Send me a message. Let me know in the comments at arielmartinez.tv on this this podcast, um, episode number 35. And, uh, well, I will see you guys on Thursday. Have a great week. See ya.